Hello, and welcome to another episode of Where Is Hillman Anyway, the show where we talk about your favorite and not so favorite Black sitcoms. I'm Jamie, and I'm here with my co-host. Robert. And we have a special guest today, Jermaine. Welcome to the show. How you guys doing? I'm so happy to be here. Um, first, let me say uh, congratulations on season three. Yo, thank thanks, you. thanks, thank thanks. You. So Jermaine, well, me and Jermaine went to high school together and we were all in band. So uh, this should be- Dad, Ishmael's there? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. That's all right. I love you, Jamie. Yeah, sure, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Jermaine, black sitcoms, what's your relationship? Um, I'd have to say a special relationship, you know, from uh, my, my earliest childhood. I can remember uh, watching Sanford and Son with my father to um, <laughs> uh, the topic of the day, same, Martin. Same. Yeah. Um, the impact. Uh, d- a different world had on all of us um, and now I absolutely wanted to attend an HBCU afterwards so I think culturally um, these things connect with us in a way uh, that they may not everybody else in the world so uh, I think Black sitcoms hold a special place in all of our hearts and uh, and the way we connect with them. And uh, what HBCU do you, did you go to? I went to Mississippi Valley State University in uh, Itabina okay. way down south and uh, also, I went to Norfolk State also. Itty bitty Mississippi. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I used to call my, tell my homeboy it was. <laughs> so, oh, well, speaking of a different world, I can ask you, did, was it like a different world? Because that was like right after. Yeah. Or actually, different world was still on. Or just, think, ending, in, just ending right before we went to college. I think it may have been because uh, I don't remember some of those um, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, episodes. So I think it must have still been going. Yeah. You know, yeah. Early in freshman, sophomore year, probably was still going. But um, my experience was, uh, you know, it wasn't um, unlike that. You know, it was very unique being, like I said, located so far in the deep south and, and kind of isolated. But um, I think all HBCUs have certain touchstones that they that they all that we all can identify with uh, in, a, in, a, in a special way, so. And you know, and you know, I think they did that on purpose so that they, you know, they could show, that's why everything was five miles apart somehow. Um, so that they could show, you know, those different things <laughs> and those different experiences. Definitely. So what is your favorite sitcom, uh, Jermaine? Wow, that's a deep question. Um, I, I can only pick one, huh? Uh, we'll give you three. I'm going <laughs> to say, okay, there you go. Thank you, Robert. Uh, I'm going to say Good Times is in the top three. Oh, really? Uh, just for the struggle. Okay. And I think uh, Good Times uh, kind of broke some serious topics and issues, and it kind of um, danced around being a, a, a dramedy every once in a while. If True. you think about... Uh, I think JJ got stabbed up or shot or something like that. You know, it, it wasn't really no jokes in that episode, you know, so right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just one of them for sure. Uh, Martin, um, I think because of, you know, some of the basic sitcom tropes that you get, I think Martin just really remixed all of those, you know, 
Um, some of those sure. same plot points you got in, in a lot of sitcoms, I think Martin was able to take those and do them in such a way where it seemed, you know, original and brand new to us. Right. Yeah. Um, and for three, I mean, there's been so many great black sitcoms. Oh, man. Um, I want to say a new one. I don't know if this one will qualify, but how do you guys feel about Atlanta being categorized hmm. as a black sitcom? A sitcom. Hmm. Okay. Is it 30 okay, I don't remember. Are it is 30 minutes. It is 30 minutes. Stretch. Might be a reach. I, I don't know. You know what? I, I think that it would qualify as a sitcom because, but the reason I think sitcoms have evolved. So, you know, you don't have the single camera thing anymore. Like people are doing more interesting things with shows. So you're, you're so not going to get as many. Here's the weird thing. The ones that are, so, that are shot on a soundstage, those are mm -hmm. called multicams. Yeah, right. And now so, we have single cam single stuff. Cam, right. So now it's yeah. single cam stuff. When I I was like that, that that doesn't compute, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but but so many shows are done single cam now, like because okay. they're trying to they're trying to make it look more like movies. Because TV is we're we're kind of looking at TV more like we look at movies now. Like I think that as a people we're doing that. Like not necessarily like, you know, black people, not even necessarily just black people, but as a people, we're all looking at them differently that way. And I think that's why I would let, and if you think about it, they are put in different situations and they are often comedic. <laughs> so. That, that is the, uh, it says situational comedy. So I think it fits. It yeah. fits. It's like, I guess it's part of the evolution of, of uh, television sitcoms. And I love Atlanta. It's hilarious. And I think it, it touches on things without getting too deep either. Um, but it does at the same time. It's weird. It's real artistic. Right, right. <laughs> I, I think those guys are brilliant. Mm. And uh, it, it's a lot of Easter egg comedy in there. Yeah. That everybody, you know, would actually get and be able to pick up on. I, I like those little moments. So uh, yeah, I'm going to call it early. I'm going to say it's a modern classic. Uh, yeah, Atlanta has a black sitcom. Thanks for letting me get that through. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about one of all of our favorite shows, Martin. And like I said before, right, in case you've been living under a rock, you know Martin is a 90s sitcom starring Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell, Tashina Arnold, and Cole and Tommy. <laughs> it comes on TV like every day. If you watch, if you have cable, it's on every day and everyone has their favorite scenes. So today we're going to talk about our favorite scenes from Martin. But first, let's talk about what are you watching right now? I'll let our guests go first. Thank you. Um, may not be a black sitcom, but what kind of has all my attention? I'm going to have to say WandaVision. Um, oh, you're on that? You can I'm talk about any of them, any show, anything you're watching. Okay, I'm an ex-comic book nerd, so, you know, one, Same. you know, holds a special place, and it's very interesting, and, um, you know, we I, I don't think there's a lot of, of uh, new media being produced where you just want to subscribe every week. I know in, you know, 2018, 2019, you were able to kind of binge watch mm -hmm. uh, episodes, but I, I kind of appreciate how WandaVision, you know, makes you wait week to week. 
you know, I think we kind of got spoiled in that way of being able to Netflix an entire season of, of something. But, you know, WandaVision kind of, it draws you in and it has enough interesting cliffhangers to where you'll want to wait, think about it all week and then tune in on Friday. So, you know, the, it's interesting. I was talking to my friend uh, about that, about the pacing. I mean, I do do like to binge shows often. Um, so when whole seasons drop, I will sit here and binge the whole thing. But um, I think with one division, it is a really it's it's a really good format for them, especially because of how the show is filmed as a show. It's like a show within the show anyway. Right. So right. with that and as surreal as it is, it's like, hold on, what, what's going to happen next? Like, I really don't get it. Like and like I know, like between like week, like at least one to three, I was just like, what is going on right now? Somebody give me the answers. <laughs> So yeah, I agree with you there, but yeah, you can go ahead. So can people who don't know anything about this watch this show? Cause that's what's kept me away so far. It's like, I, I don't um, get it if I've never seen any of this stuff. You've never watched the movies either? Yeah, not really. Um, I'd say try it out. I think you can because they don't really talk about what's happened before in this one. Um, except for like a couple really big events. But I can always explain those events to you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not that bad. <laughs> um, I, I'd say try watching like the first two episodes and then you'll probably know whether you'll want to go forward or not. I see. Yeah. Right. It's easier if you've been staying on with the biggest event over the last decade. But I mean, you know, <laughs> some of us are a little strange. If, if somehow you missed the greatest cinematic event. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> somehow you miss in game. I, I think it has a pretty right. uh, easy entry point, but I, I think to uh, just really appreciate the show, yeah, in its fullness, you know, you'll have to have some sort of background, but you don't have to. Um, yeah, but I, th I think you you'd find it more interesting, obviously, if you you kind of knew where Wanda and Vision uh, were coming from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so Robert, what have you been watching? Um, actually, I had a day the other day where I watched a bunch of new shows because I had been seeing commercials for them. And um, I was like, hey, that looks interesting. I'll try that when it comes out. Forgot. And then I was just on Hulu and I was like, oh, there's all those shows I said I was going to watch. So, uh, of course, like you said, I've been watching WandaVision because it's pretty awesome. Um, I watched uh, the first I've I watched The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. She's got that going for her. Um, it's all right, actually. I mean, she plays the character well. Um, I mean, well, Queen Latouf's a good actor. So, you know, she knows what she's doing. Um, the action scenes are cut to pieces. But, mm. I mean, if you like the Denzel movies, you'll be fine. Because, I mean, his scenes were cut to pieces. He's also 85 years old. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so... That so the action, depending on how you feel about scenes being cut like that, you know, not everybody can be daredevil and have amazing fight choreography. So it is what it is. But the show itself, plot wise, is is, is pretty good so far. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, she's she plays just a female version of his character. It's not like a different. Per it's like a female version of that character. Um, and like, but sh she's retired with like her daughter. Mm -hmm. And that brings another conflict on because her daughter doesn't know what she does. 
and, or, you know, she has a cover. Like, you can't really just tell people, oh, yeah, I was a spy for the CIA for 20 years. Um, it's not exactly something you talk about. <laughs> um, so she has that conflict going for her. So it makes it, it gives a little twist in there. Um, um, also, I watched The Young Rock. That's pretty interesting. I watched that too. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. I like did you, that. Did you read? I did not. That's definitely on uh, on the list. To, to, yeah, it, it's, to it's really that. interesting. The format is really cool. Yeah, I think so too. Did they have his father in the show? I mean, did they? Yeah, yeah they talk about it. It's always this kind of ambiguous, this racially ambiguous uh Yeah, they, it's addressed. He's black. He's black. No. <laughs> right cool. Yeah. I can rock yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Um, yeah. Did you watch Keenan? Um, yes. That was going to be the next thing I brought up. Yes. Keenan. How was that? I haven't watched that. Uh, uh, well, this is the first episode. I thought it was okay. Um, but there, there's a little bit more drama in it than I expected there to be no. because. Uh, just a little bit more though, because it, it's still it's still decent. There's still some good jokes in there. Yeah. Um, but I think it I think it's gonna be one of those that's gonna probably have to find their footing. Um, I hope they get it to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like it it looks like it'll go well. They just have to find their footing and see how everybody works together, right. and that's bring it bring it together. Gotcha. And I watched Mr. Mayor. That's pretty funny. It's Ted Danson's new oh. show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. pretty hilarious. Oh, it's Tina 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 Fey writes. It's Tina Fey's producer. So oh. if you like Tina Fey, then <laughs> it depends. I'd have to see. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that about Tina Fey ever in my entire life. And I just think you're a strange person. Okay. Yeah. Did Tina Fey write on uh Parks and Rec? Mm, I'm not sure. I she probably did because you know that was Amy Poehler's show, right. so she probably has some writing credits on there. I don't think she was like heavily involved, but I'm sure she has some writing credits on there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still watching uh, "Call Me Cat" with Maya Bialik. That's is still funny to me, hilarious. The last scene is still the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in TV. <laughs> Every week, it's so funny to me. Y'all have to watch it just to see the last scene. Um, and I've been watching a different world. <laughs> I started on season three, uh, like maybe a week or two ago after I finished the Parkers. And so now I'm in like, I'm in season five. So I'm in the Lena, the Lena, um, and all them. Well, no, I guess it's the season four. Yes, That's season five. four. There was, six. there was six seasons. So I'm in season five. Five oh, yeah, right. comes in and then six is when Dorian and the other boy come in. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I've been just watching that until I finish that, and I don't know what I'm gonna do after I finish that. I don't know what show I've tried to. I'm having a hard time finishing Girlfriends because I know what happens towards the end, and that there is no real ending. And then the game. You really hate yourself. That's what I was trying to do all the UPN shows. So I'm trying to get it. I have not. I. This is like the third one I started, and I'm still in season one, episode 15. So it's hard. But I like, I, I, the, I like doing the network shows because you get 23, 25 episodes a season. 
Yeah. Much longer than these 10 episode Netflix shows. Anyway, that's so that's what we're watching now. Now we are going to talk about our favorite Martin scenes. I'm going to go first. And <laughs> I'm going to go with one that's not even on this list yet so that we can keep this going. Gina's head getting caught in between <laughs> the headboard. I was going to say that. <laughs> with the headboard on her head. <laughs> oh, my God. She was just walking around the apartment. <laughs> classic. It's classic because, you know, Martin can have a string of shows that would just be regular sitcom things. And all of a sudden, they just throw something crazy. That just makes no sense whatsoever with Gina's head getting stuck in the headboard. That's my scene. That was a hilarious scene. And, um, you know, Martin and Pam had some of that classic banter back and forth in that scene. I remember he asked for, he said for her to chew through the bars or something like that. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great scene. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. What you, what you got, Jermaine? Uh, I'm going to go with another one that I just can't keep a straight face uh, when I sit through. And that was when, uh, that was Martin versus Varnell Hill. Um, <laughs> it, when they were in Detroit. Yeah. And uh, when uh, Varnell Hill first came on the, on the show. On the radio? Singing, they said yeah. they uh, voice singing. I thought it was hilarious. And, uh, um. I, I recently I watched that scene this week again, as a matter of fact, and, and I, the thing I appreciated about it the most is if you watch it, you can kind of see they were freestyling a little bit like I'm sure it was scripted, but they were just kind of going. Almost breaks, Martin almost breaks a couple times. <laughs> right. And, and that's the other thing I just really love about the show. He, he kind of let he let Tommy uh, Davidson do his thing and be funny to the point where he almost broke character and he was trying to hold his laugh back. I, it, it was just hilarious to me with the catfish and the yams and. Lake Varnell, I love that scene. And the song, I can't remember what he sang, but it was hilarious. That It's on YouTube, but what's... Yeah, I can't remember the song right now, but it was hilarious, yeah. I just watched that not too long ago. <laughs> and spe speaking of Martin breaking, like, I feel like he was the one that broke the least out of all of them. Like, like there are definitely scenes where you can just see them visibly just going like, oh my God, if Martin doesn't stop, I'm going to be dying on this couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your scene, Robert? What's your scene? Well, speaking of the New Jack City scene. Oh. <laughs> oh, my, if you if you watch, <laughs> Martin has got that dog and he's running around the table and Tommy is just visibly just cracking up. <laughs> 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 face, your hands yeah. up, <laughs> covering your mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that, and, and that kind of touches on the thing I was uh, saying earlier about some of these um, recycled plot points we see from sitcom to sitcom. Like if you watch uh, anything from uh, All in the Family to um, you know Family Ties, just always an episode where something's missing or somebody thinks somebody stole something. Like it's a pretty <laughs> popular episode. But the way they did it on Martin and flipped it and then brought in the New Jack City and, you know, the cultural <laughs> reference that we could appreciate and how he was, uh, you know, with the fake dog and like you said, how Tommy broke 
the character almost it was just hilarious. I, I just think yeah. they were so good at that and um, taking it to the next level with the comedy. Definitely, yeah. That that's an awesome concept, and for oh gosh, they just delivered it perfectly. Cole, sit your five dollars up down before I make change. <laughs> Oh man, that's that. It was. <laughs> I, I, I want like okay. Something that cra- that always cracks me up in shows is like sometimes it's not always the joke, but well, it is the joke, but also the reaction to the joke that makes me laugh. So like like when he did that, you know how in New Jack City, G Money, G Money was like, I ain't gonna say nothing, but Cole was looking like, who are you talking to? Because he ain't talking to me. <laughs> and then, okay, so we stick with um, Martin and these props that aren't real. How about when he uh, delivered the baby? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to say this, and only certain people will get this, but that's Gina, the other Gina. From a different world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And that baby plastic baby flew across the room. <laughs> if you didn't die laughing when that happened, something was wrong. That I was, was crying. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. And, and think and like I say, think uh, once again, think about how many episodes we see where somebody when a woman's delivering a baby in the sitcom. Definitely. Yeah, uh, you know Martin. They turned it into you know some absurd, yeah. absolutely absurd, ridiculous, but right. so hilarious. That's what I guess he was like, "Give me the script, okay? Now I'm gonna turn this up fifty percent. <laughs> right? <laughs> How can I make this even more funny? We're gonna have a fake baby fly across the room, and I'm gonna catch <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> the fake baby, <laughs> and then break the fourth wall. He <laughs> ain't got no umbilical cord. So we don't need no umbilical cord. This is TV. <laughs> right. Oh man, because that that reminds me uh, to get to tangentially. Um, like there was, I remember an episode of Family Matters where they delivered a baby, and you know, it, the music got all serious, and it was like push it, and then you see Steve come up, he's got like a baby in his arms, and it's like heroic music and everybody's clapping like that's what everybody does but martin just went a whole other direction with it. <laughs> yeah all right what's your next one wait who's next jermaine oh jermaine. um i'm probably gonna steal somebody's thunder on this because i know it's on everybody's list but um martin and pam versus the, the caribbean creature AKA that ain't no damn puppy. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> that's just a classic book where Pam was fighting Martin, you know, boxing the creature and, uh, you know, Pam throwing it around. She had the Diana Ross wig on. Like, come on. That's, that's just like the best of Martin right there. Chilligan's Island. <laughs> Chilligan's Island. Yeah. Love that scene. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. Um, let me think of a good one. Uh, I guess I have to go with uh, Kid and Shanene. That's okay. got to be one. That's got to get mentioned. That's got to get mentioned. Because, you know, you had Kid come in and he just thought he was about to get him some some fly honeys. 
and uh, um, and <laughs> but he ended up ha- having a date Shanene, and well, we can see why that would be a, a hilarious situation. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely funny. They had so many guests. Uh, Biggie came and Snoop was there, and yeah. Uh, oh, remember the players ball? Everybody. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, we can't talk about favorite Martin scenes without talking about the Tommy Hearns. Oh, oh my gosh! With the face, Tommy Tommy Hearns did damage to Martin, who his face and his ego. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, the the was okay. So the fight was funny, right? Because he got his butt kicked. Yeah. So the fight was hilarious. And he got um, thrown up into the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. And he was talking to Gina. Gina, I won't fight no more. <laughs> but what really topped it off, when we get back to the apartment and they show his head. <laughs> and it's like the size. <laughs> It's like <laughs> 50 times bigger. <laughs> 50 times bigger. Uh, <laughs> and got all the lumps and bumps, and it's obviously not, um, it's obviously not looking His right. head? <laughs> right. It's like a muppet. <laughs> right. <laughs> That was uh, the worst. This the uh the Tommy Hearns episode. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was another uh hilarious one. All right, um, Dane, you're right back in time. <laughs> all right, sorry, sorry guys. Like I said, I'm I'm a rookie at this thing. I, I'm not as good as you got. What 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 uh scene did I miss? Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns. Oh yeah, and, and with the payoff, with the garbage pail kid head at the end. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> All right, what you got? Um, did you guys talk about uh, when Gina and went to work on Myra when she was working at Shanae's shop? No, no. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. So, so Gina was too sedity to work. I think. She owed Shanene a debt or something. And Myra came in with the uh, hammer time toes. And uh, Shanene had to go to work with the jackhammer or whatever kind of device. <laughs> sandblaster. I think she had a sandblaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you got to go in. You got to use the right tools. Right. So you got to go to work on these. <laughs> so funny. There's just so many scenes. Robert, do you have another one? I was trying to think of one. I think I had one earlier that, I, and I can't remember what it was, but it was probably the one about Gina getting her head stuck. It's probably what it was, but. Yeah, I think <laughs> that we've done, we've talked about a lot of yeah. most everybody's favorite scenes. Because whenever you ask, I even put it on Facebook one day and asked what everyone's uh, favorite scenes were. And Chilligan's Island, New Jack City, uh, Martin delivering the baby, the Tommy Hearns came up over and over and over yeah. again. 
So Martin is just a classic, classic sitcom that, I mean, it's been on TV since it came on TV. Yeah. It immediately went to syndication. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so still playing now it's, it's almost everyone's favorite show. I could probably find it. If I turn the TV one right now, it's probably on. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Could the world have done without that last season? Or or do, or do we take that last season and still appreciate it for what it was? Because it still has some funny moments in it also. There were some, but you could tell that it was strained and it was weird. Yeah. yeah. It was you, really you could see it. it. You could just you could just feel it like yeah. yeah we're gonna have to go into that one time we get into these uh do an episode from that season so that we can talk about um what was going on for all the people right. that have only just seen the show in syndication um mm -hmm. in that last season uh gina was and martin would not do scenes well i should say uh, tisha campbell wouldn't campbell do your scenes with. would not do scenes with martin lawrence so they were always just missing each other. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> oh, oops, Martin got on the boat and Gina got off. She's not here. <laughs> or, oh, Gina had to go to New York this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, we'll um we'll definitely have to get into that next time. So thank you guys. Thank you, Jermaine. Is there anywhere that you want people to be able to find you online? Uh, no, I keep a pretty low profile. Uh, IG, okay. Facebook, I keep it simple. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, you can find us at Where is Hillman on uh, Twitter. And Robert? Uh, I am at Chili7 on Twitter. C-H-I-L-L-Y-V-I-I. All right, guys, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Later. Awesome. Thanks.